This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41 <laughs> Skate Punk is back, and it's not pop punk. It is skate punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the El. Elephant Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Hey, Josh, are you thirsty? Why, yes, indeed, Nicole. I am quite parched. That's great. Well, I have a bowl of piping hot butternut squash soup waiting for you. Nicole, I hate you and you're ruining my life. This, this is a, a hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. Hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaity. And if you noticed that intro, we were doing a little bit of stage acting there, right? A little <laughs> bit of stage acting. We are thespians. I have been a thespian since high school. I have a lot in common with thespians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we both love... Did you go to that cool ritual that they do? What? The thespian ritual. What thespian ritual? You don't do... So you're not I a wasn't thespian. invited to the thespian ritual. I'm not cool enough for the thespians. Well, if you're a thespian, write in the comments if you know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, I love women's softball. <laughs> um, so today, we are talking about, do you eat or drink soup? This is the dumbest podcast we've ever No, the dumbest one was about the aliens for sure. Oh I wanted God, a whole no. extended rant about how men struggle to make friends, which is true. The loneliness epidemic is real. I'd recommend joining a hobby group, you know? Um, but oh, anyways, yeah. I talked about the Dukes of Hazard's car. Yeah. And the dogs in it. Definitely. Um, but this is probably top five <laughs> stupidest podcasts you've ever done. Yeah, but I yeah. also think it's important. This is one of those, Nicole, where we're going to yeah. dive dive deep into the ontological implications, the etymological expressions, hmm. the tautological indubinimations. Because, wow, lots of big words. Because, listen, to drink. Yes, right? to drink. To drink, the verb. Drinken from the old German. So it's taking... To consume a liquid. Yeah, it's taking a liquid and... And just doing one of these. Hold on. Yes, yes, yes. To eat from the German drinking. This is actually. Wait, no. What did I say? say drinking is German. No, actually, both of them are German words. I was hoping to find some sort of clue in the etymology of both words, but they are just both old German transposed into Dutch, transposed into English, Mm -hmm. and it's literally just like eaten and drinking. And one means eat, and the other means drink. And there's nothing deeper. But if you look into the words, what really separates them? Because I famously said, beverages do not exist. Everything is just nutrition. I drank a protein shake this morning, right? But you didn't eat it. I, I didn't eat it, no, because I slurped it down. I was actually on a Zoom call, and I was just going, <laughs> yeah, the thing about that, <laughs> scheduling-wise, is... <laughs> mm-hmm. So I definitely drank that, right? Okay. One could say that. Yeah. However, inside that were a full cup of blueberries. There was 50 grams of protein in the form of whey protein. Sure, yeah. There were oats. Okay. Right? Uh, there was peanut butter. There was yogurt. There was a lot of stuff in that that you do eat. Yeah, but not in that. Not in the context that you were enjoying it. 
Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I'm ready. Acai bowls. This is actually something that really messes me oh, up. Oh, acai bowls. I hate acai bowls. I hate acai bowls They're too. Why, why do you hate them? Because it's, uh, it's sherbet. It's ice cream. Well, it's just a smoothie in a bowl. It's a lie. N- so, no. much so, so much so. I so think much so. Fr- so much so. I think it's more frozen yogurt or sherbet. I, think, I don't think it's a, a smoothie bowl. It's too thick. They literally call them smoothie bowls in some of these restaurants. That's okay. They're wrong. Okay, but like, say there's not acai in it. I, I think it's really weird that we have devoted entire one acai culture in Brazil is like very legit. Yeah, um, sure. But I think it's actually very regional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you the go like Amazon. outside in the cities, there, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. it's a native Amazonian fruit. Um, but I think it's like very regional because it spoils really quickly. So when you have to like export acai, which a lot of Brazil is a huge country, sure, you have to freeze it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you go to a big city like Rio de Janeiro or something, and you have to, you know, you're eating it in the it's same ice frozen cream little form. Pa- it's the only way. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird that we have like standalone restaurants that are solely devoted to af fruit. That they've effectively just turned into a smoothie. But they don't, but normally acai bowl places don't just sell acai anymore. No, I know, it's, but it's weird. They're called acai, it's called like acai jungle, Amazon acai. There's something called uba tuba. It's a good, oh, I, oh my God, I'm an uba tuba stan. Yeah, I remember and they sell it avocado opened. toast and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's enticed the, the, the crowd that they want. But my point is, I'm not doubting their business model. Okay. One, they're all going to go belly up in like three years. You said that three years ago. When, <laughs> Still, I really they're did. Still they're still kicking. They're still kicking. Why? Just uh, have a smoothie. There's nothing that special about acai. Superfoods are a myth. They simply don't exist. What does um, this have to do with eating and drinking? Because acai bowl should be drinking, not eaten. Not. It depends. It is all this. What? It depends on what? No, no, no. Let me, let me know. The viscosity. The level at which it is served. The frozen level, if it's... Viscosity changes with any frozen food, though. I get that. Based on temperature. You're so, telling me. You're telling me. I put an acai bowl in my car, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, ooh, I want to enjoy this acai bowl in the comfort of my own home. Okay. While watching... Uh, what's that show that I started watching? Not Breaking Bad. Yeah, Better Call Saul. You started watching Better Call Saul? I just can't get into it. I don't know. Like, Bob Odenkirk's great. I just, like, give me a, give me a reason. Give me a reason. Give me a reason to care. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I'm trying to watch Better Call Saul. Okay. I want to have a nice acai bowl. It melts a little bit in the Burbank heat. Okay. You know what I mean? Suddenly, this is a more appropriate food to be drank yeah, than it but is. Sure, that's fine. But but that's up to you. You decided. You had free will. How? And you, Wait, how did I decide? By leaving it in your car. Okay, but, okay, but when what it comes to the actual about? act. What we're trying to get down to... <laughs> What do you want from me? What am I ever talking about? What I'm talking about, the actual act of eating versus drinking, what separates it? Peristalsis. What do you mean peristalsis? Mastication and peristalsis. The the non-voluntary epiglottal pulsing movement to to move anything? No, anything can be peristalsis. Let me tell you, mastication and peristalsis. Don't masticate too much. (laughs) You'll go blind, honey. It's, you know, you got to chew it a little bit. You got to break it down so it can go down your esophagus and go through all all the intestines. You are saying anything you have to chew... You are then eating and not drinking. Correct. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. I saw a video with this lady, right? And now this was a real big. No, for some. Now, this was a real big hot dog. Oh, my God. Now she put the hot dog all the way down. What's her name? And she didn't chew. Was it? It wasn't Raina. Was it Raina? Yeah, yeah. Raina is a professional eater. Yeah. Talented. But I would argue that she drank this hot dog in question based on your definition of having to chew. Did she? No, no, because at her videos, you never actually see her finish it. She just puts it in her mouth and smiles. 
So okay. you're lying. I still, though, believe there's a world in which <laughs> she people can swallow a hot dog whole. Okay, but I'm saying the act of eating is the act of it going all the way down. And and the stomach acid and ju- the juices. But now we're getting into di- the idea of deep D- faking a video. I don't believe she faked that. I think she digested <laughs> that hot dog. No, she... <laughs> No, you're Wait, being silly. Can you know this? This is an important hinge you're of my argument. You're being silly. This is an important hinge of my argument. Uh, Maggie, could one feasibly <laughs> shove a hot dog? Maggie, talk about the hot dogs and the throats. Okay, well, I'll talk to you. Somebody could feasibly, I believe medically, this is possible to take a whole 10 inch Hebrew national wiener cut, of course, and shove it down the throat to the point. I'll, I'll do a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Five uh-huh. and a quarter, and you <laughs> shove it down, and you uh-huh. don't chew it at all, and you do fully digest it. You would then say that they have drank that hot dog as opposed to have eaten I think they it have because swallowed they didn't chew it. I think they have swallowed it because there was no mastication and there was no esophagus. So they did not eat that hot dog because no. they didn't chew it. No, they swallowed it. There's a difference between eating, drinking, and swallowing. It's interesting. A third player has entered the chat. Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question, Nicole. <laughs> You sounded like you were about to say, my lady. That was really funny. <laughs> Let me ask you another what, question. What's then. up? Boba. Love it. But I love I love it you too. You chew the boba, you eat the boba, you drink the the drink. So so you have like, say a milk tea, a nice jasmine milk love tea. Milk I'm a taro tea. Taro. fan. I'm a taro Just milk like, tea. Where girl. else yeah. am I going to get taro flavored stuff? Nowhere. I got to go all the way to yogurt land. And sometimes yogurt land doesn't have taro. Oh my gosh, I haven't oh. been to yogurt land since I took you to the... <laughs> Doctor. Um, the other day, I was just taking a walk around the neighborhood because I'm trying to do that more. You know? Oh, yeah? Lower yeah. your cortisol levels. Yeah. You know, but then I was walking by a yogurt land and I was like, be a nice little afternoon pick me up. Mm-hmm. And I almost walked in, but I didn't because it was just all children with their families. Oh. And as like an adult man, I couldn't. And I was like sweaty. It was walking. It was hot. Okay. We're in the uh-huh. valley. Sure. Uh, and as like an, a sweaty adult man, I just couldn't handle being near these children being like, I want ice cream just because I can't handle my cravings and emotions. Interesting. And okay. so I didn't do it. Okay. Um, but you're saying that you drink the milk tea, but eat the boba. Correct. Because you can do both things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Soup. Yeah. Soup. Now we mentioned soup. No, okay, now do we eat or drink soup? Depends on the soup we're consuming. I don't think, though, if you argue that soup is one meaningful category, which I do not. I categorically deny soup. I categorically deny soup. If you're arguing that these, right, are all a category. Tell right them now, what these are, Josh. I not everybody's watching them, the dude. video. Okay, so in front of us, we have three bowls of soup. We have a butternut squash pureed soup. We have a three bean chili soup. And we have a chicken noodle soup. Three soups. We got we got the chunkies, we got the smoothies, and then we got the broth based. Josh is housing a whole quart of butternut squash soup. So that went down easy. What separates this butternut squash soup from my smoothie this morning? Can I tell you something? Absolutely nothing. I'm I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing there's anything different about it. So you are arguing that I just drank mm. that soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you are arguing so that I, I drank my smoothie. Dr- Wait, you, but you drink it with a spoon. Is that so meaningful? What? Is that meaningful? I'm asking. No. So then are you eating or drinking acai bowls? So you get a plain acai so bowl. So you get a plain acai bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? Yummy are soup. you eating or drinking that acai bowl? You, you don't get the coconut. You don't get the almonds. You don't get is the it, bananas. Is it spoonable like yogurt? It is. You're eating it. Why? What is different? Because I'm not holding, what is different? Because I'm not holding it in my mouth and letting it dissipate. I'm actively you masticating. Want, Nicole, people of America and beyond, Nicole wants to come into your homes with a timer and time you for how long you're holding your yogurt in your mouth to see 
You also you chew yogurt. You're drinking it? Do you do you No, you don't chew yogurt. You swallow your yogurt like home? What do you I No, make the motion on how you chew yogurt right now. Think about eating yogurt and make your mouth motion. Your teeth are not making contact. They are making contact. What are your contact. teeth doing? What are your teeth doing to the yogurt? What do you mean masticating? There's nothing in yogurt to masticate. You put chunks in your yogurt. You're eating like a nice raita or something. I had yogurt. Let me tell you what I did last night. I had some skir. Skir? Skir yogurt. Skir? I had some skir yogurt. Oh, some Icelandic skir. I put some honey and some chia seeds on it. I don't need to chew any of those things. Nicole Anayati daughter (laughs) from Reykjavik. <laughs> Eating her skier. It was so delicious. And I just, you know, just as like a little like snack. And then I chewed it because it needed to be chewed. I can't just, you can't just suck, you cannot suck yogurt out of a straw. Not skier. Bul- you just said Bulgarian, that you drank this soup with Bul- a spoon. Bul- Bulgarian yogurt because it's thin enough. You know the probiotic one, the mountain one. I love Bulgarian yeah, mountain yogurt. The Bulgarian yogurt. mountain yogurt with the probiotics. You can with a spoon, with with a straw, because it has the texture, consistency, and viscosity to be sucked up by the power of your mouth. So it's not about chewing. You lied. Nicole what? said earlier that it was about chewing. <laughs> no, you're gonna drink. That I'm gonna chili. eat this three bean chili because you cannot drink chili. Can you drink chili? No. Okay. Josh has porn chili. Mm-hmm. 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 Not chewed once. Oh, oh, be- <laughs> I'm, so <sorry. laughs> I'm so sorry. I swallowed a bunch of beef and whole beans. Ew, just gosh. to make a point. Yeah. The point is, I drank that chili, right? Eating and drinking is not a matter okay, okay, of. Can I tell noun. you something? Did you drink that chili just to drink it to prove that you can do it? Or what about you take a. Doesn't matter. No. What I am about, Nicole, is pushing the limits of what is and is not possible. You're being if ridiculous. If I prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that one could. Oh, I'm covered in chili. <laughs> if I prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that one could feasibly drink soup, right? Then I think you throw the whole argument off. It's not about proving what is true, it's about proving one insane specific example of what could potentially <laughs> hypothetically be false if you have a weird person who's willing to risk choking on a podcast. To swallow chili whole. Are you a pill swallower? Like a comfortable pill swallower? Oh, am I a comfortable pill swallower? Oh my God, you don't even need water, No gag reflex on this guy. No, I well up a bunch of spit and just swallow it. That's one of my biggest flexes that I don't need to drink water with pills. It's actually harder with water because water is a terrible lubricant. It actually adds more friction. Yeah. And so I well up a bunch of spit. Yeah, the spit spit helps it. is the OG lubricant, right? Like that's (laughs) what, I mean, in the ancient world, what do you think they were? It was just spit and olive oil. Olive oil. (laughs) Hey, how often so, do you think about the Roman Empire? I think about the Roman Empire a lot. Um, yeah, we, we are now in the middle of the Twitter storm of women finding out that all men think about the Roman Empire constantly. And it's absolutely true. I think about the vomitoriums all the time where they actually reference it in the Hunger Games. You know uh-huh. the scene of the Hunger Games when Katniss mm-hmm. is in the Capitol for the first time and she has this very big banquet and there's a lot of food. Mm-hmm. She's like, I couldn't eat another cake. I'm stuffed. And then somebody's like, here, give you this pill. And she's like, it makes me hungry? She goes, no, it makes you sick, and then you can eat more. That's just a reference to the decadence of the Roman Empire. And so many people think that, like, the Visigoths, the Ozygoths, various barbarians, you know, came in really with the downfall of it. But if you think about it, I mean, the cultural decadence, it's like, how much does that actually influence on a person-to-person policy level, you know, combat to combat? So with chicken noodle, <laughs> that you clearly have to chew the chicken noodle soup. But if it was a chicken noodle soup that was just the broth, maybe a few carrots, onions that I've really sweated down, you could drink that and, and it would be a delicious experience. But chicken noodle, the noodle's too thick, too wide. Egg, egg noodle. Impossible. You want to see me swallow that noodle, Nicole? <laughs> you want to see me do it? I really don't want you to. No chewing. I will drink this noodle. Josh, just because you can doesn't mean you should. 
Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Gone. No chewing whatsoever. I don't see why this is difficult <laughs> to understand. Dude, that Drinking? noodle is going to come out of your butt in the same exact shape and size. <laughs> I should be so lucky. <laughs> We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've I've, heard you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm Mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, But I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Drinking and eating, Nicole, is merely a matter of the human spirit. No, if we get down to it, though, like, soup is a category. It's very culturally specific. We've sort of touched on this before. That's a good chicken noodle soup. It's a delicious chicken noodle um, soup. We've touched on this before where, like, you'll go to some, say, like, a Vietnamese restaurant or or a Chinese restaurant, and they'll be like, this is the noodles portion. They're like, you can get this dry or wet. And then the soup sure. portion is something that doesn't have noodles. So, to me, certain soups are defined by their solids. That's what right. I'm saying. Why are you so? Why are you fighting me about this? We're on the same page, buddy. I'm saying the soup does not exist. Ergo, do you eat or drink soup? Which is a real question that was posed to us. Is a meaningless question, right? No. See, now you're going too off the too far off the deep. But no, end. can I can I can I offer? Can I be like a? Can I be? I would call myself like a a true soup scum. What's a true scoop? What true soup scum? Right here. I I am like a scum true of the earth who is a hardline soup. thinker that there are only certain true soups in the world and okay, other soups are, should not be in that category. Okay, what are the true soups? Butternut squash right here. This is a true soup. Why? Right? Because it is smooth and drinkable. To me, soup necessarily, Nicole, needs to be something that is drinkable. Something like pho or even chicken noodle or kreplach or what you they call it, mishmash pho- soup. Mishmash soup? Mishmash, you go to a deli, you get mish- oh, you mishmash. Oh, you're this. I've never done that before. It's like equal parts chicken noodle and... Uh, kreplach? Krep- or something that's chicken noodle, kreplach and... Uh, Matzah ball? Ke- oh, I don't a lot do that. Achs, a lot of achs in ashki Jewish I food. don't do that stuff. But um, <laughs> I don't... But let me tell you, the fact that there's... Do you want a napkin? Can we get him a napkin? It's necessary. For those of you only listening to this podcast, I have soiled myself and I need a nappy. Nicole, you're saying, I'm listening. I can be professional while I'm covered in chili. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see the Alex Jones deposition? I've never seen it. Alex Jones is being deposed and it's just like. Right now? 
No, this is a couple years ago. It was when his wife was basically like, uh, my ex-husband is very unhinged. He should not have any visitation rights to his children. And then Alex Jones's lawyer was like, no, you don't understand. This is merely a character and he makes a lot of money and provides for his kids doing this. This is not the real Alex Jones. And then in a deposition with police, they go, Alex Jones, is this just a character or is this you? And he, you can see the wheels turning where he goes, if I say this is a character, the jig is up. I no longer have Infowars. I cannot keep this up. People mm-hmm. know the facade is gone. Mm-hmm. However, if I say that it is a character, I, I can actually get my kids back. And he so takes he off his shirt. And they go, sir, why did you take off your shirt in a legal deposition? And he goes, I ate a bunch of chili. And I need to take off my shirt when I eat chili. <laughs> and so you see him like Leonardo DiCaprio in Shutter Island. Love that Make movie. the decision. <gasps> That he would rather uh, die as a monster than live as a good man, I guess. Anyways, that's how I feel right now. You were saying? Do you want to take your shirt off during this deposition? Please don't. Please don't. I've had it up. Someone, Alexa, play Pony by Genuine. Oh, my God. Uh, Nicole, acapella Pony by Genuine. I'm just a bachelor looking for a partner. My back hurts too much. Someone who knows how to ride without getting thrown off. Gotta be compatible. I don't think I like butternut squash soup. <laughs> you know, Timbaland produced that, and he actually talked about how the wah, 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 wah was like. Uh, he had that beat for ten years. Really? He gave it to Genuine. That's incredible. I find it fascinating that um, <laughs> "Jump Around" by House of Pain. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beat was originally written for Cypress Hill. Well, that makes sense. And then Cypress Hill is like, hey, for whatever reason, I, I can't I can't rap to this beat. Give it to somebody else. And they give it to House of Pain. The only, the only, only hit Irish, they ever had. The only Irish <laughs> The white really. Irish Bostonian equivalent That's of Cypress right. Hill. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. You were talking about soup. Yeah, what was I saying about soup? I was like so into it. <sighs> talking about pho. I, oh, yeah. So you would consider the noodles, like you don't chew the noodles in pho? Pho is not soup. Fuzz not soup. Fuzz no, fuzz not soup. Fuzz, okay, okay. Soup, uh, Ramen right, is like not soup. Soup is uh, a very American term. Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe what that about you stews? would. Stews. Do you, you eat a stew? Oh, you eat a stew. Let's to... not get, yeah, let's yeah, not yeah. get carried away. You, you definitely eat, eat a stew. stew. Um, but I, I would say if any Vietnamese person could, could weigh in on this, I don't know that you would even necessarily care about the term soup if you're mm-hmm, in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. You would just say, I'm eating pho. pho. Right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but then if you have something like ba call. Uh-huh. Right, like that's the stew, and that's like a you know hearty like a dish. Yeah, 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 it's chewable. It, it's almost like when we talk about curry, right? Yeah, like well, curry's all around the world. Curry's Th- not a Thai soup, curry. is it? Unless it's curry no, soup. I'm just talking about like the etymology of it, where we mm. take a word from our American English perspective and we try and mm-hmm. force it on you know the rest of the world because butternut squash soup and pho have so little in common, right? They have, like, less in common than, like, I don't know, Starburst and a steak, I think. Do you want to know what the, the, the definition of soup is? Yeah. A liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables, etc. in stock The definition of soup is terrible. Or it's terrible. a substance or mixture perceived to resemble soup in appearance and cons- consistency. You can't use the word that you're defining in the definition. No, That's but, just bad. But, That's just bad. No, I, I, like, I like that part of the definition, but... It, I think that's a, that's a very myopic definition. Even using the term usually, right? Look up the definition of taco. This is what bothers me about dictionaries. Mm. Look up the definition of taco. The Google definition? Uh, I believe it's Merriam-Webster. Okay. 
Or what, what, is it, what does that say on dictionary.com? Um, it's on Google. A Mexican dish consisting of a fried tortilla typically folded, filled with various mixtures such as seasoned meat, beans, lettuce, and tomatoes. Yeah, so it, typically a fried tortilla, that's flat out wrong. If you looked yeah. at you know all the tacos served, it being fried and crispy is very atypical, especially when they reference Mexican food. Miriam the dictionary Webster, gets it wrong very often. What Miriam Webster says, a crispy or soft corn or wheat tortilla that is folded or rolled and stuffed with a mixture. That's not bad. That's better. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is butternut squash soup and pho have very little in common. Even chili, we've argued that chili is not a soup, it is actually a stew. Rather, I believe it to be a curry in that very nebulous term, right? Hmm. I think there needs to be a separation between all these things. In fact, I would argue that on this table, we have a three bean chili, we have butternut squash soup, we have chicken noodle soup. Sure. These are three separate genuses. No way. This is a true soup. Okay. This is something that is drinkable. All true soups are drinkable. This is a noodle dish. With oh my broth. gosh! You can this? No, no! no I have the <laughs> I have the spirit spoon. I get okay, to talk. Okay, fine, fine, fine. This is a stew or curry, which could be a subset of stew if you really want to raise stew to an umbrella term. These are three separate dishes. So, if you're asking me, do you eat or drink soup? I would say yes. I drink this, which is the only true soup as well as a smoothie. So you only drink soup that is butternut squash soup? Not butternut squash. Oh, tomato soup, so Nicole, cream of so you mushroom. Need, so anything that's blended? Blended or has reasonably small enough bits, a la cream of mushroom. Not every mushroom has to be blended in. Small enough bits to where you do not have to chew. Also, you ever like, okay, this is gross, but you ever like throw up after, it could be a night of drinking, could just be whatever. Mm-hmm. And you realize how little you really chew your food? Sure, I've just been there. whole slices of mushroom? Mm, I've never seen whole slices of mushrooms in my vomit, but I don't need enough mushrooms. I so. used, there was a pizza place that I used to go to a lot in college, Enzo's. Shout out to Enzo's. Put oh just my a gosh. Of my, you've been Enzo's? Oh my gosh, we used to go after every UCLA frat party. No, everyone's like, you got to go to La Monica's. They import no, their no, water. No, no, nobody no, cares about La Monica's. You go to Enzo's. No, no, we got to go to Enzo's. Enzo's the best pizza in Westwood. <laughs> um, but, well, hold on. Josh, how can you say chicken noodle soup is not a soup? Of course it's a soup. I'm what now is it, amending no- my beliefs. A noodle dish? That's so shady. I've had I've the had noodles, a revelation. The noodles aren't even the star of the dish. They're the second word. I've had a revelation. What? Butternut squash soup is not soup. A baby food? All true soups are, in fact, smoothies. Okay, elaborate. Okay, so <laughs> I said earlier that there's nothing separating this from my smoothie earlier. Literally, I mean, it's, it's the same exact consistency. Somewhat similar nutritiously, even. You know, you got starch, you got sugar... You know, I'm sure there's some protein from the dairy in that soup. Mm-hmm. And, and I literally consume it in the same way. If you were, if you would eat this butternut squash soup with a spoon, you should also eat a smoothie with a spoon. Like you should just drink both of those. That made me think that, well, a savory dish would be a true soup and a sweet would be a smoothie. No, no, no. There's nothing really separating those at all. That's fine. Yeah. This the, is a yeah. smoothie. And then, Okay. Let me amend my rankings of these soups. But it's but warm. Not, what? You ever eat smoothies warm? <sighs> yeah, it happens. Okay. You no, I'm talking about <laughs> intent, Josh. You're just using outliers and being like the fringe. Nobody cares about the fringe. The fact that you get to do these things as a fringe person doesn't mean that you have to be the all-encompassing authority on it. Do you remember the time you made gazpacho, Nicole? Yeah. What was David's criticism of it? <laughs> David Hill. He wishes it was hot. He wishes it was hot. Which one, but as a judge... then it's not a gazpacho. Then it's not a gazpacho. And a gazpacho is a Spanish what? Soup. Soup. Right? But it's cold. You're arguing gazpacho is a smoothie. Either you have to agree, Nicole, that a gazpacho is a smoothie 
the gazpacho is the is the fringe, but that doesn't mean it needs to be all encompassing, and everybody has to just no. because gazpacho feels a certain way doesn't mean everybody has to be the way gazpacho is. You can respect the fact that gazpacho is different. You ever have like a chilled like cucumber and pear soup at like a nice family like a no. nice fancy restaurant? No, you never had one of those. It's like a ooh champagne. Soup? You ever had a pear soup? <laughs> Wait, is this, a, is this just a thing for me? No, am I, I an aristocrat from the 1800s? <laughs> what are you talking it is, about? I'm, it is like a really stupid old school dish, but it does Ew. exist. I've like, no. got, I think the first time I had it was like on a cruise when I was like 14. This guy goes on cruise. <laughs> you know, no, this is the poor people cruise. This uh-huh. is like the like $179, but like we got a coupon because we spent so much at like Kmart. Oh, that they nice. gave us a discount for like eighty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and it's like three days, and it kind of just goes around the harbor in L A. Okay, it'll go down somewhere in Mexico, but like you're in L A., you're literally hundred miles from Mexico. It, it was probably an Ensenada cruise. Okay, it was like two I days. instead of go instead of having a bar mitzvah, you know what my parents did? They took me to on a cruise to Alaska for like a week. And you didn't get the pear soup? <laughs> no, but I tried escargot when I was like 12. I tried escargot on a cruise. Yeah, too. we're why so are we, similar. Oh, Joshy, that's so cute. But can you at least empathize with what I'm saying? No! Why? I don't need to empathize to get my point across. What, are, what is similar between these three things? This has noodles. This is just a bunch of beans and stuff. And this is just a smooth, literally a smoothie, they're, Nicole. They're, they're bowls of liquids that may or may not What's contain solids. That's chili. You put that's chili, chili in That's it. chili in a mug. <laughs> Which is fine. You can Not put chewing. Chi- I'm drinking my chili. But you're just doing that to do it, just to, just to be cool. No, I actually much prefer, and there's a scientific reason I would prefer drinking soups as opposed to eating them. Okay, I disagree. I think you're just trying to be, an, be, I think you're just trying to be a weirdo for the sake of being a weirdo. You never gotten soup in like a, okay, so. I never order soup at restaurants, really. What the F? What about like a, you get like a Korean restaurant, you get like a lovely, like, you like shalongtong, like Korean oxbone soup. Yeah. It tastes so much better. One. When you drink it like this. The entire proud nation of Korea. What's up with the spoons, dude? Korean soup spoons. They're, they're, they're so good, shallow. No? You like them or no? No, I really. I, well, it's I because they to serve eat it soup. so damn hot. They you do serve just, it so hot. You, you got. You can't. Which I do respect, but d- Korean soup spoons are very straight. They're very long. I like them, and they're very shallow. Yeah. And I struggle because I got. <clears throat> oh, oh, I swallowed too much beef. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I drink, I drink too much ground beef, Nicole. Uh huh. Um, but I vastly prefer drinking soups out of a little bowl. Miso soup is a great. example. I do as well. Can I ask you a question? Wait, you said you do what? You do enjoy what? Uh, drinking out of a bowl. Drinking what out of a bowl? Do you drink soup? Oh my God! Nicole got tricked again into agreeing. No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. Because in miso soup, all the things are little and, and easy to drink. So you are drinking this. You are drinking said, the true soup. I told you you can the drink this soup. one. I told you you can eat or drink the true soup. This chin, some chicken noodle soups could be as easy to drink as some miso. Not soups. always. Some. Okay, where have you found one? Find me the address. I will. No, honestly, like <laughs> deli chicken noodle soup. So ones that don't have the big, like, what are these noodles called? We just call them egg, egg. noodles. But, but yeah, but that's there's a shape to them. What's the shape? Egg Anyways, noodle. Egg noodles, right? Some chicken noodle soups are made with, like, those little straight noodles. Those are infinitely drinkable. It's like drinking a tapeworm. But is but what if it gets lodged in your throat? What if the tofu gets lodged in your throat? That what never if, happens. Nicole, that never happens. It's silk and tofu. What if the seaweed? It's not silk and tofu. It's just soft. I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> you chew the seaweed a little bit though, don't you? Yeah, I do. I actually really like chewing okay, the seaweed. Okay, so, yeah. so chewing the seaweed implies that you are also, you are eating and drinking. You eat and drink that soup. You eat and drink chili. You eat oh. and drink chicken noodle. You drink pureed soup. Schrodinger's soup. 
I don't know what that means. At any point, you're simultaneously eating and drinking soup. You take a bite of chicken noodle or sip it from a mug. The moment your teeth touch together, you have eaten. The moment they pull apart and water is sliding down your throat hole, you are drinking. Yeah. Every single time you open and close your mouth, you are simultaneously in a state of eating and drinking that we can only colloquialize as consumption. Or swallowing. Or swallowing. Get out there and swallow. You know, if you've never done it, come on. Go out and eat some soup, swallow swallow. some hot dogs, (laughs) drink some butternut squash bisque. Um, What do you think the biggest takeaway is from this, Nicole? That we both went on a cruise and had to start going when we were like 12 or 14. (sighs) Question categories. (laughs) We think of all these as soups, but really ask yourself, what is chicken noodle and butternut squash have in common what does pho and cream of asparagus have in common i hate when you do this npr voice nothing i'm ira glass and i am recording from a closet here's the interesting thing about baseball now i've been fascinated with baseball for a very long time see the pitcher he throws the ball but does he really have you ever seen the pitcher with a ball have you ever let your imagination run wild maybe it's not a ball nicole maybe it's a butterfly Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. <laughs> All right, Nicole. We've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there on the internet. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. But before we get into that, we want to do our favorite segment, <gasps> Review a Review. Oh, yeah. It's where we take one of your reviews from Apple Podcasts. Please go out there and review us and give us five stars. Uh, and today... 
Today, Nicole, it is from Hi, I'm a Idoit, which is, I believe, an intentional misspelling of idiot. And they've given us two stars saying, God, this show is mid. <laughs> they find some decent topics, but they execute them poorly. And Nicole needs to listen instead <gasps> of always talking. Keep in mind, this is my opinion. I want the people who created this and currently run it to take none of this as an offense, but advice to make the show improve. I want nothing but for podcasts I am not a fan of to improve. I would give this review... Five stars if I am rating it on a scale of how to be absolutely patronizing and using the guise of respectability politics to say something that is objectively hurtful and not actually constructive. People who go, I'm just giving constructive criticism. I want you to be better because you look like crap and you're a piece of crap. And I've said things that are objectively cruel. I would argue that Nicole does not speak for a majority of this podcast because I have a tendency to mansplain and steamroll. So what you said, I would also just brand as misogynistic. Sorry, I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> I give this review three stars. Yeah, the review's kind of mid. Um, anyways, uh, Maggie, roll that first opinion. How fudge. Hey, Josh and Nicole. I've been a fan of Mythical Kitchen for a while, but I'm a recent fan of a hot dog as a sandwich. So Thank I you. hope this is not a repeat suggestion, but I'm here to talk about Angostura bitters. You <gasps> okay. know, cocktails, but they are so much more versatile than that. I mean, you know, you look at the bottle and it says you should put it in uh, in soups and salads and fish oh. and ice cream and all oh. these different things. Oh. I'm here to say that they also work so, so well in French toast. I used them in my French toast this morning. Um, you know, it's the same thing as like putting vanilla in. It's a spice extract and alcohol and it's nice and bitter and it balances out whatever sweetness you're putting on your French toast. So, so good. Angostura goes in everything. Thank you. That is a fascinating opinion. And if you want to hear Nicole and I talk about that and many more, go check out our audio only versions over at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. To all the video viewers, we will see y'all next time. Check back. We got new episodes every Wednesday out on audio and then Sunday out on video. Oh, thank God. Now the video people have left. Can we do opinions like casseroles? Oh, please, please. it's just so hard because you have to gesticulate. You got to make sure there's nothing in your teeth on video. We can be ourselves on audio. I love being on audio, but I also like being on video. It gives me an excuse to put on fake lashes. I heard that video killed the radio star. Yeah. Yeah. Angostura bitters, Nicole. How do you feel about them? Um, this is so interesting because I've never used it in an application other than cocktails, mm -hmm. but this has broadened my horizons. I would love ice cream with some Angostura bitters, actually. That Vanilla is... ice cream with Angostura bitters sounds phenomenal. I have a large collection of bitters. So Angostura, I believe, is just a brand, right? Yeah, it is. It's really funny because I, I got, somebody got me like a mixed little gift pack of bitters. Um, and some of them will be like black lemon bitters, which is a thing. Cardamom bitters. Cardamom is a spice. You understand what that is? Black walnut bitters, smoked chili bitters. But then some of them will just be like aromatic bitters or like New Orleans bitters. Um, but bitters are effectively an extract with a mm -hmm. bunch of different aromatics and spices and whatever that mm -hmm. are inside alcohol. They tend to be quite bitter. And in something like an old-fashioned is probably the best expression of bitters. The original old-fashioned was actually made with gin, or so one no very way. good bartender told me. Oh. Um, you can old-fashion <laughs> any liquor, and that is just a combination of muddled sugar with spirit and bitters. And a lot of the flavor you're getting is from the bitters. And so a really fantastic application. The only other thing I've ever put them on is ice cream, actually. You've done that before. And I did Angostura bitters on ice cream, and it was 
really delicious. Yummy. Because it, it does, cool. it cuts the sweet. I love, you put a little bit of olive oil on ice cream, you put salt on sure, ice cream. Sure, sure. Anything to just kind of cut through all that richness. I know yeah. olive, olive oil is fat, but you get a lot of bitterness from olive oil. Sure, especially if it's part. like super green. Yeah, that yeah. oleo verde. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that little young harvest olive oil, baby. Ooh, give it to me. All right, next opinion. Smart. You're a smart person. <laughs> I like that. I like smart people. Um, I think that if you use enough syrup on your pancakes, then you can make your pancakes into a soup. Oh, my okay. God. Okay, love you, bye. Yeah, you can, but should you? Is that a recommendation by the, what is it, like the FDA? The, what's the food pyramid uh, people? What's the American Heart Association? Yeah, the American Heart, the, where you jump rope for heart. You ever did jump rope for heart? No, what is jump roping for heart? It was jump rope, you would have to jump rope at school and however much you jump roped was how much monies they would match and donate for heart for heart problems. Oh, we did something called a jogathon. Oh, where nice. you would get commitments from people uh-huh. for a certain amount of money per lap. And I remember as a child they would always be like, "Well, can I just give you like a lump sum of money?" And I was like, "We no! got to do it per lap." And they're like, "How many laps are you going to run?" And I was like, "I don't know how big the field is and I'm not very good at running because my thighs rub together and it, it hurts me. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, but like ballpark, like we're talking four or like 30. And I'm just like, I really don't know how big the, can I just have money, please? I don't want to be here. Um, Were you, are you a good jump roper right now? Do you yeah, jump rope? I do. It was a, jump roping is a big part of CrossFit. I'm really good you at jump double, roping. Little, they call them double unders. Do you, or go, you do, do two. crossies? I, I can't do crossies I because I'm the shoulder mobility. You can do crossies? Yeah. And I can do the one where you go on the side and go choo, choo, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can. I can do that. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You get like the rhythm, the kind of like boxing, single yeah, leg yeah. stuff. You used to do a lot of that in basketball. Yeah, I can't do like the where they like hop and they do hop, 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 hop. I can't do that part. Okay, I can, that's I can like do the only thing. Crisscross, and I can do. <laughs> I really satur. I would love to see what percentile I am in America of <laughs> how much I saturate my pancakes with syrup. Because if I'm at like an IHOP, one, IHOP, I, I, I think I prefer Denny's pancakes. Denny spent millions of dollars to revamp the pancake recipe mm-hmm. in the last like five years. But IHOP, they got the syrups. Now they got the Plural. original maple. Plural. They got the boysenberry. They got the strawberry. They got butter pecan the syrup. Butter pecan's really oh. good. Yeah, the butter pecan's really good. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I each, it's like Zulbia. <laughs> like Zulbia is a fried pastry that is soaked in a, a sugar, sugar syrup, syrup. Yeah. And then put on your plate and it's just sopping. That's how I want my pancakes. I want to be able to bite into a pancake and, go, and suck the syrup out of it. Oh, no. I don't like, like it like fruit that. Bat. No, I like a, the thing about me and syrup. Like I like to do it from up high <laughs> and I like to just kind of like crisscross applesauce like a like a Jackson Pollock. And I like it very I like it like. Like lightly smattered around. I don't like mm-hmm. it saturated. I like it to sit on top of the pancake. Oh. And then I'm I'm a big fan of butter on my pancakes. Mm. So specifically salted butter for some reason. You yes. know the the one that they pre scoop and it looks all like whippy and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Salted butter, a light syrup, and a fresh pancake is one of my favorite things on earth. It's been a long time since I've had it actually. So I'm gonna have it today. I know that like no culture is better than another. What do you mean? But also living in America. But also, uh, how I know Japanese people are better than us <laughs> is I was watching Terrace House, and somebody oh made like God. American pancakes, and they were even being like, "Hey, it's like a it's like an American pancake dish," and they're like, "Cool," um, and they put like a teaspoon of syrup on like two pancakes, and they're eating it, and they're like, "Oh, it's good. It's a little bit too sweet." And too I'm over sweet. here just like making 
like she said, a soup in my Ugh. bowl with syrup. I don't like, no. Just be like, if, if the pancakes weren't here, I'd just drink it with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not for me. But uh, do you, boo? Balance is not a part of my diet. Do you, boo? Hello, Nicole. Hello, Joshua. This Hi. is Jason from Texas, and my opinion is that peanut butter and jelly is perfectly acceptable to dip in your tomato soup. <laughs> Think about it. You get the contrast of cold, sweet jelly with a warm, salty tomato soup. The heat gets the peanut butter a little loose. Get that big, wet bread slurp from the soup getting all up in the bread. Uh, it's time to break grilled cheese's stranglehold on tomato soup dunkery and embrace the flavor spectrum that is PB and J and T. Keep up the good work. Shout outs to the whole crew. Can I say how I feel? Please. I think that you're lying when you say the peanut butter loosens up. <laughs> I think you're lying. I think you're just saying that to make your case stronger. And there's no empirical evidence that states that. Whoa, there's wait. no way the heat, there's no way a single dunk can create enough heat for the peanut butter to quote unquote melt or get loose. No, no, no. Peanut butter loosens. It's like coconut oil where it has no, such. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They're, I mean, they're both plant-based fats, right? They're like non-hydrogenated Peanut butter loosens at such a low temperature. Now, now, my question, Nicole. In tom- you mean to tell me in tomato soup? You get a steaming hot bowl of tomato soup right off the bat. First dunk in there. Also, it's going to warm up in your mouth, right? He's not saying that you dip the peanut butter and jelly in there and the peanut butter suddenly starts oozing all over the place. No, he's saying you dip because it in, you eat what it. Because that's kind of what they implied. Well, I, don't th- I think you are putting words in their mouth. No, I'm not. You know, no, I, I, feel like, I feel like loosens he came in here. it up loose. When I think of a loose peanut butter, you know what I think when I think of loose peanut butter, You're right? You're thinking about spreading it on a hot piece of toast. That's right. You know, the peanut butter but loosens. The, I get but, that. But, he, but it, makes it, sound, it makes it sound like this is all room temp, if not cold, you know, jelly, a jelly from a jar that was in the fridge. Sure, the jelly's cold. Nobody's denying that the jelly's and cold. And let me tell you, whenever the cold jelly hits the room temperature, but peanut butter and the bread, it's going to drop the temp. It's going to drop the temp. Thank you. We're talking about soup. Like the soups that we ate were cold. Soups often no, they were, they were, are served hot. They're they served were, boiling. Are you boiling kidding me? They is literally were, the best way to heat anything. Full stop. They were a little bit warm. They were not cold. Uh, by my second ground beef swallow, it was quite cold. That's your problem. That is, but I welled your up a bunch of spit to swallow work. the beef. Yeah, like it was a pill. <laughs> I think this really works. If, if. No. Mm, I was going to say better than uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup, but I really love, I that's like become a comfort food for me. I did not grow up eating grilled cheese and tomato me soup. Me either. Um, and especially Campbell's tomato soup, I, I find it's it's very sweet. It's arguably as sweet as jelly, which is, you know, why this person is is bringing that up. <laughs> I think you, it bridges the gap. Do you remember one time I had to make Campbell's tomato, tomato soup for work, like at yes. GMM? And yes. I didn't know that tomato soup was condensed. And I just gave them a bowl of uncondensed tomato soup. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Did you want to fire me at that point? No, <laughs> no. I don't want to deal with paperwork. Are okay. you kidding me? God, okay, no, fine, no, fine. For fine. better or worse, we are here together for life. Okay, fine, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think this is really interesting. Also, peanut butter is inherently savory. I don't want to see peanut butter used in sure. more savory applications. I would honestly omit the jelly and just do peanut butter. I would let me tell you what I would do. I think actually a fluffer nutter might work better. I think it's cloying. I think at that point, without no. the acid and the fruit of the jelly, because to me the fruit No, you can let make me like tell a you. strawberry tomato jam and it'd be delicious, right? God, but nobody's do doing that. that. Who's doing that? Oh my god, I'm gonna do that this weekend. That Josh, so no, good. see again, you are the just salty being, strawberry. You're not the everyman because I thought you I'm were. Not when we talking this about Nicole, thought, we are not I thought you encapsulated this so much world, more than just your own opinion. Okay. God is the only one who can judge me. I came into this thinking that you had everyone's best interest in mind, but that's false. All you want is We are not walking on the ground. We are walking above on high. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, but honestly, like I, I think about what is potentially possible 
as opposed to simply what exists because some of the greatest things that will ever be of this world have not existed yeah, okay, yet. They that's have not fine. been invented That's yet. fine this if you man, want to be on Shark Tank. Man, that's fine. We're not man, on Shark Tank. We're on this He's podcast. out here in Texas. Uh-huh. And he's inventing something new. And I feel like you're holding him back. I'm not holding anybody back. I, I just want... I want some, to him. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you try it with a fluffer nutter and call <laughs> us back? Then maybe we can find some common ground. Also, some tomato soups are like sweet and creamy a la Campbell's. And that's kind of how I make mine. It's not nearly as cloying as like a Campbell's. I disagree. I, I like... But some of them are just like marinara. Rose, yeah, I like the marinara style tomato soup. That's just... It needs It's just pasta marinara. It needs, I, and I could eat jarred... I could eat Rayo's jarred marinara. I could take down a whole jar of that eating it with a like spoon. Like soup. Yeah, me too. But to me, it's not... When I'm craving like a sandwich and tomato soup... I, I'm cutting it with a little bit of either heavy cream or coconut, yeah. coconut milk. I break it down too. I make, I, I blend I'm it. Straining it. Are you, I don't do you strain? Know. No, I don't strain. I because I, but I because I want that sort of Campbell's esque quality. Although it like tastes a lot better. I like the pulp. I don't want the pulp. And tomato soup. soup. Then you got to eat it. Then you got to masturbate it. <laughs> <laughs> Next opinion, please. What's up, Nicole and Josh. This so, is Layton, but you can just call me Dragon. Okay, Dragon. I will call you Dragon. I'm wondering, should I divorce my wife? <gasps> Probably. My reason being, someone offered her half coffee, half Sprite, or 7-Up with just a dash of cream. <laughs> I think that's absolutely nasty. Wait. Like, who drinks that? More importantly, who joy- enjoys that? That's just that's just gross. So I wanted your take on that. And uh, yeah, that's my supersonic legend opinion. Peace. Dragon coming in, breathing fire about the wife. Um, I think your wife is actually deeply ahead of her time and yeah. a great tastemaker because I agree. There is a I went to a not like a fancy, fancy coffee shop, but like you know, a cool metropolitan coffee shop sure. the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, at this point, all I want to drink is my Don Francisco butter, butterscotch Ugh, toffee flavored black Francisco coffee. coffee. Shout out to Don Francisco, love their products. I um, used to watch Don Francisco every Saturday night with my parents. Un aplauso, por favor. Remember that? No. You never watched the Don Francisco show? No, that's the same person that made the coffee. I know oh it's, like, it's like an LA based. Oh my God. It company. was the best show ever. And there was this guy that would come in in like this black like mask and outfit and he would play the trumpet whenever somebody <laughs> did like that. Like do, 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 do. And then they would kick him out and say, Shagal. Oh my God. I have show. no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> We're going to watch it after. Did you have a stroke? No. The Don Francisco show is iconic. Are you getting like a final destination premonition? Okay, sorry. Continue. So this drink, it is espresso and tonic water. And I... Yeah, I've had that. I, like, didn't want a full coffee. I especially didn't want something creamy. I was kind of thirsty for something bubbly. And I was like, yes, two birds, one stone. Um, It was like a lemony tonic. And it just tasted awful. Well, yeah. It was like fizzy, bitter farts. It was, it was awful. Well... A sidecar is espresso with a tonic water or sparkling water on the side, which I enjoy. But together... I love chasing espresso with... But even tonic, tonic is just poison-flavored Sprite. Yeah. That's what tonic is, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonic yeah. is, it's as sugary as Sprite. Quin- it's All the it has quinine. Is quinine. Quinine, Which, yes. again, 100 years ago, they didn't know how to make good flavors, so they had to use weird roots that were growing in the ground that they thought cured erectile dysfunction. Shout out to Moxie Soda, because that is a real thing that they said it would do. No um, way. But yeah, they were just like digging up weird trees and roots, and so now we have the technology to make a Sprite, which tastes <laughs> great, and mix that with coffee, which is medicine, 
Because it Coffee. raises your heart rate, sure. makes you take on the horrors of the world. Sure. And then you cut it with a little bit of cream. Assuming the cream doesn't curdle, that's a good time. I think it'd be delicious. Your wife's ahead of her time. She knows what she wants. Um, Maybe only not. get a divorce if there are other marital problems you're Maybe having. Maybe not coffee. I would do espresso with this, not co- half coffee. Yeah. I think it'd be too watery. Somebody recently was like, there's so many divorces right now because people of this generation are selfish. And then somebody was like, you know, women couldn't have bank accounts until 1974. You maybe think that that had something to do with it. Well, I think, I think there is a lot of divorce going on right now in pop culture with like oh, celebrities yeah. and it's really upsetting. And I think it's because there's too many options out there. Too many options. People many always options. want what they can't have. I think, you know, I think it's always, because people want don't want to try. I think people just don't want to try. They just give up. I think people want to give up because there's so many other options out there. That yeah, but, the I think, but I think part of that is that people didn't have options. Say, when I say people, I mean <laughs> women, didn't have options. They couldn't leave. You know, there's no such thing as a happy, you know, a happy marriage and ended in divorce. You know, hmm. you know, people are hurting. They have a right. They have, they have agency, you know? Yeah, I think, I think. You know, I'm not saying it's like objectively good or bad. It's merely so, you know, something is sure, going on. Sure, sure, sure. But I do think there's a lot of, um, like currently we're in a state of a lot of people just being incredibly individualistic and only. Oh, big yeah. time. Big time. So there's a lot of that too. Yeah. Yeah. So what divorce your wife. Divorce your <laughs> don't, wife. Don't, please wait, don't. Oh, no, no don't no, divorce no. your wife. No, no, no. Uh, and well, also stop using the D word so much, like in casual conversation. What, divorce? Yeah. Just don't say it so much. What, if you don't say it, it's not going to happen? No, it's just don't talk about it so much. I think it's like, I, I prefer to talk. It's like why I like talking about death because it's like, I feel like if I can face it, then, you know, it won't happen. That's fine for you, yeah, but, but I just yeah, don't stop think it's the good. like I hate like the I hate my wife humor, you know. Like when I complain yeah. about Julia on this, I, I'm not doing it facetiously for the laugh. I'm doing it because like she simply does <laughs> she not clean while she cooks. <laughs> and and also, the, you have to leave the garbage disposal. I area love my clear. husband. I love him. He's Julia, a good man. you have to leave the garbage disposal because that's where <laughs> the food can go in. If you put dishes with food in it on the other side, it just clogs it. My husband's great. I love you very much, Jules. You're my rock. <laughs> And on that note, thank you for stopping by a hot dog of the sandwich, the show where we take on the show of the shows. We got new shows coming out on Every Wednesday, show. right? Wednesdays show day? No, it's Tuesdays, Thursdays. This comes out audio what? Wednesday on our YouTube channel. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and I'm Sundays. About the podcast. Oh, Wednesday. It's every Wednesday. No way. It's, it's still doing Wednesdays, huh? Yeah. Well, Wednesday. Check it out. Yeah, and if you want to f- be featured on Opinions of Like Casseroles, give us a ring and leave a quick message at 833-DOGPOD1. Yeah, if you want to know if you should divorce your spouse or not, call 1-833-DOGPOD1. We do offer marital counseling. Yes, I would be a great divorce lawyer. Lawyer? Yes. You could be a divorce paralegal, maybe. <laughs> Oh my God, you're such like, a misogynist. Like a, no, not, it's not because you're a woman. It's because yeah, you're... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Just, yeah, it is. You yeah, it is. said yeah, you're like is. a college dropout. I'm a college dropout too. And that's not misogyny <laughs> or misandry. I'm just, I'm a man who dropped out of college. You're a woman who dropped out of if college. If Kim Kardashian... Neither of us are going to become Kim, lawyers. If Kim Kardashian can she get a private tutor... She bought a legal degree. If she can go get a private tutor and take the bar, anyone can do it. Nicole, honey. you okay? You go. I don't want to make this podcast enough money to where we can both get private tutors to pass the bar. I don't want to. I, I couldn't pass a high school exit exam right now. You think I could pass the bar? I think no, me either. I'm just who's who's just the sixth projecting. president of the U.S. Nobody, nobody. Martin knows. Van Buren. Not even close. It That's was either uh, Madison or Monroe. No, it was a Quincy Adams. Quincy Adams. Get me out of here. 